Good morning and welcome to the Camel Candle Podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Logan. And we're so happy to be back with you engaging scripture together. We're going to be continuing in our series on Moses going through the book of Exodus, a few passages in there, talking about the plagues and all these things that have been happening with Abraham and all of that. So today we're actually reading from Psalm 78. This is related to Exodus and it's about that, even though it's not in that book. But starting in um, verse 1 of Psalm 78. My people, hear my instruction. Listen to what I say. I will declare wise sayings. I will speak mysteries from the past, things we have heard and known that our fathers have passed down to us. We must not hide them from their children, but must tell a future generation the praises of the Lord, his might and the wonderful works he has performed. He turned the rivers into blood, and they could not drink from their streams. He sent among them swarms of flies, which fed on them, and frogs, which devastated them. He gave their crops to the caterpillar, and the fruit of their labor to the locust. He killed their vines with hail, and their sycamore fig trees with a flood. He handed over their livestock to hail, and their cattle to lightning bolts. He sent his burning anger against them, fury, indignation, and calamity, a band of deadly messengers. He cleared a path for his anger. He did not spare them from death, but delivered their lives to the plague. He struck all the firstborn in Egypt, the first progeny of the tents of Ham. In other words, leaders believed their magicians or wise men were a powerful advantage because their gods could perform miracles, or the appearance of miracles. This is why every time Moses performed a miracle, the Pharaoh would summon his magicians to do the same. Because the Pharaoh's magicians performed similar miracles to those of Moses, Pharaoh questioned the power of God, and this resulted in a hardened heart. Yeah, those things that we just mentioned in that psalm we read, with the crops with the caterpillars, the swarms of flies, the frogs, those are all things that Moses did, and then the magicians that Pharaoh had were able to replicate. And that's something that might seem very abstract, that we can't really relate to. But when you look at what happens with Pharaoh hardening his heart and questioning the power of God, how often do we do the same thing in our lives with questioning God himself? Like, when something extraordinary happens that God does, how often do we question it and try and explain it with science? Or try and explain it with anything, but without just accepting that it's from God? Kind of this idea of having faith by sight rather than having faith. The problem with expecting God to do miraculous things like this, like send these swarms of flies, or the caterpillars, or locusts, or any of these things is that's not recognizing that everything God does is miraculous. Everything he does is filled with love. Everything he does is full of power and goes counter to our way of thinking. Like, in our spiritual lives, when he raises us from death to life, from spiritual death death to life in him, that's miraculous. I mean, how much more miraculous is it for him to change a human heart than to send locusts or to send hail? Like, in this... One of the passages that we read earlier is Moses throwing down his staff and it turns into a serpent. And in Exodus, Pharaoh's magicians are able to replicate that. But they would never be able to do something like changing a heart, bringing that heart from death to life, going from death to life in Christ. I know that I have been guilty of asking God to do miraculous things, like praying that God would shake a prayer room or just shake the building so that we would feel his presence. But how much more miraculous or how much more powerful would it be for God to answer our prayer 
as we might think as subtly by changing our heart rather than by spectacularly changing your circumstances. It's easy to spectacularly change your circumstances. Let's say you get accepted into your dream college or whatever is going on. You ask someone out on a date and they say yes. That spectacularly changes your circumstances. But subtly changing your heart is so much more extraordinary and so much more miraculous. Bringing that heart from death to life spiritually is so much more miraculous than anything with our circumstances. Surely it must take as much power, as much divine power, to change a human heart as it was for Jesus to calm the sea. Logan, will you pray for us as we go to start our day? Of course. Lord, I just want to thank you for everyone that's listening to this podcast. I want to thank you for Paul. I just want to thank you for this world that you've given us, and I uh, praise you for the power that you have. And I just want you to have me refrain from living by sight and having faith by sight and just to believe in you. Like It's just you're the Almighty, and I can't thank you enough for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into the Camel Candle podcast and engaging scripture with us. As you go out and start your days today, remember that everything God does is miraculous, and everything he does is contrary to this world and is filled with love and power. Have a great day today. Guys, go out and enjoy your day and love God. Bye. Bye.